Well, welcome everyone. My name is Colin Clark. And, and really the, the title of this podcast is essentially financial planning and retirement hacks because we all want life hacks. And so I'm really excited, you know, being joined by one of my uh, longtime colleagues and someone who's been in this business a, a very long time. I want to introduce everyone to Mr. Rick Hope. Hey, good morning, Colin. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. And, and Rick, you've been in the business for a long time. And I know that you've seen a lot and you've dealt with a lot of clients. Can you share a little bit about what your role is? Sure. Uh, I join you on the retirement planning side and I'm also on the private wealth side. So I, I work on company retirement plans and, and work with individuals well uh, on their retirement plans. What's interesting in preparing for this podcast, and you know, I've asked everyone that, that works with us to you know, kind of think about what are the things that they wish they knew when they were growing up, or what are things that they see when they're dealing with clients? And, and Rick, you came up with a great topic today. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I called this one, Colin, you know, parents and children and conversations about money. And this is something, you know, like I said, Colin, you and I have been doing this for a while, and, and I kind of run across this recurring theme. And that is when, when you and I sit down with people, whether it's a retirement plan participant, or an individual who wants to invest money, very often they'll say, well, what do you think? I don't know anything about this stuff. And yep. that was kind of the way I grew up. Um, I grew up in a household of uh, four kids and, and two parents. And the conversation around our dinner table, and that was the one time we really all got together, was, was rarely about money. It might have been about sports or school or things like that. But my parents didn't know anything about investing. So very little was discussed around the dinner table about that. I knew my parents had a checking account and a savings account. That's about it. Yeah, that, that's fascinating because I would agree with you uh, wholeheartedly that, you know, I, I feel the same way. We did sit down as a, a family for dinner, uh, but, I, you know, I joke all the time. I, I, the two, I, I learned uh, in home economics how to how to cross stitch. I learned how to type in a typewriter, which <laughs> I think is a valuable skill. And, and I learned how to write checks. And I don't think I write a lot of checks anymore. I, I don't know what, what it was like for you growing up, right? You know, that's funny that you say that. My dad was traveled a lot in his job. And my mom, I guess today's title would be sort of like the, the family CFO. So she <laughs> was a stay-at-home mom. She, um, If there was any banking relationship, she had it. And she made sure, you know, the kids had clothes. We went to school, made our lunches and all that stuff. And, and all I really knew about my dad's job was that he was gone a lot. And he was the one who brought in the money. That's fascinating. So so when did you start then to kind of get your arms around that topic? And, and what kind of led you to start to learn about the value of money and, and how to use it? For, for me, I think it was around high school time that I really started to think about money. Like a lot of us, I was involved in a, in a few things in high school. I was involved in this school academic part, of course, but also sports. And But I remember wanting a car because I did not like riding the bus. So I wanted to buy my own car. And I thought about, you know, getting a job and what do you got to do uh, to earn enough to buy a car? And, and then it, it just got me on this thinking about how does money work? And I became sort of interested in that. And it was really just a sort of interested part uh, at that time. And it, as time went on, I gained uh, some more interest on in, in that particular uh, topic. So you're fortunate in the sense that you were motivated by something, obviously a big, big purchase like a car. Yeah. Um, and, and so you kind of took the bull by the horns uh, for, you know, to be very punny. And then you learned a little bit about money. So, so when you're talking to clients, either in the retirement uh, side of the business or the, the personal wealth business, What's your advice then to everybody in terms of how do you approach this with your kids to be more proactive? So one of the things I talk pretty often 
to my clients about is developing relationships, just like they developed a relationship with you and I as financial advisors. I encourage them to develop a relationship with an attorney, an accountant, you know, perhaps a banking relationship, uh, an insurance agent, things like that. And then to take it a step further to introduce their children to those professional relationships, just to get an understanding for those kids of that there are different people out there that you can go to for help. And I don't, I don't know a professional out there who, who if you asked them, can I introduce my kids? Would say no. They would say, of course, I want to yeah, meet your kids because you get a better understanding of uh, the family relationship. No, oh, that's fascinating because I do have a, a, a sound memory as a child that on my birthday, I'd get a stick of gum from my parents' insurance agent. Okay. <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> but that's all I knew about my insurance agent was a stick of gum. So if we take a step back, I think you're talking about, you know, hey, uh, let's make sure the kids are a little bit more involved with how we conduct business in, in a professional setting. And how do we know? Maybe you take the kids to the bank. I know not a lot of people go to the bank anymore, but you know, you kind of integrate the kids, but you mentioned something too, um, you know, about starting the conversation as early as you can, like kind of what, what's age appropriate then would you say, Rick? Yeah. So I think the time to start these conversations and the, well, the first, let's talk about the place to start them. I mentioned the dinner table. So that is the one time I think a lot of families get together is at the dinner table and you have some time to spend with each other. And I, you know, I highly encourage everybody Turn off the TV, put your cell phones away and have a conversation. That is one of the things that we did with our kids. There wasn't going to be TV watching. There wasn't going to be any looking at the computers. We were going to sit and have a conversation. So the age is probably as early as possible, Colin. I mean, I don't know what exactly it is. I got in this business as a pretty young man. So my kids were young. They're in their 30s now. My kids were, were little when I started in this business. And my wife would, and I would have conversations often about what our day looked like. And that would lead into very often about money uh, conversations and investing conversations. Um, so I think, you know, probably as early as you can, but let's say if you want to put a number on it, say five years old. Okay. No, that sounds, I mean, I think that's great. And, and so, you know, from that standpoint, then what kinds of things have you done or would you recommend people do? I know I have these conversations quite often myself. People, like you said earlier, people will ask you, hey, what should I be doing? Like, yeah. how, how important is it to establish that first bank account? Like, how do you feel about allowance? Yeah, there you go. So that, that there are some things that I think some real basic principles you can teach your children. So let's talk about that idea of an allowance and the, the concept of an allowance and what does it mean and, and what, what are sort of the things that go along with that allowance. So one is you're teaching them an idea. I believe in that you, your kids should have some chore for that allowance. And it can start as, as simple as maybe making your bed and doing some things on a regular basis. So that the thought is that there, when you uh, do some task, you do get rewarded for it. And that builds something positive into making money. You know, as time went on, my wife had my daughter do things. I had my son cut the grass, all those things. And it, that, those were the things that they, that they earned money for. The other things we would talk about and that I encourage to, to my clients to talk about, even if you don't know anything about investing, talk about something uh, simple, but very, very powerful, like um, compound interest. You know, Colin, you and I have done this calculation for our clients, probably, I don't know, conservatively speaking, a thousand times where we'll take out our financial calculator and say, if you do this, here's what it looks like in 10, 20, 30 years. 
But for a lot of people, they've never seen that calculation. I mean, Einstein called compound interest the eighth wonder of the world. You know, he went on to explain that those who understand it earn it, and those who don't understand it pay it. And, and, and Ben Franklin said, money makes money, and the money that makes money makes money. So, <laughs> yes. so I would encourage parents to Google this concept and explain it to your kids. Very powerful. No, that's great. And, and Rick, so I know we're going to come back here for a second segment, but I want to thank you for joining us today uh, about financial planning and retirement hacks. And when we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more and talk about some anecdotes and some actual uh, tools and action items parents can take to set up their kids for success. Rick, thank you so much. We'll see you yeah, soon. Great. Thanks for having me, Colin. Bye-bye. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, we'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you access your podcasts. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice offered through Global Retirement Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Global Retirement Partners, Washington Financial Group, a division of Hub International Mid-Atlantic and Hub International are not affiliated with LPL Financial. You know, um, Colin, and, and it, uh, I really didn't my, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, um, so if we're, if you're, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Um, uh, um, uh, no, that's fascinating.